here right. we are. A uh, special guest here today. I call him the guru of the three B's. Baseball, business, and bitches. <laughs> oh, my Sir, goodness. The man, the myth, the legend, Oscar Palmer, oh, also man. known as OP. What's up? Say hi to the people, OP. What's up? What's going on? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's quite a... a a, a, a name you gave me. I, I, I didn't appreciate that. But, uh, yeah. but you yes. know what? Sometimes you just got to shrug your shoulders and say, okay. You know, let the people talk. Yeah. yeah right. So you're a business guy. He is, uh, you, you own Palmer's Taxes, yes? Is that I you? do. Yeah. yeah. Palmer's Taxes in Pasadena. You still doing that? Is that still still is doing that. Time? You know, we just moved to a new location, actually, a larger oh. street, Lake Avenue, you know, closer to the freeway. So, uh, we're excited about that and, you know, just trying to uh, do our best to to serve uh, people with their tax needs. Nice. Nice, yeah. Very so nice. I'm here with Christian. He is also uh, my co-host here on Two Hats and a Mic. So How's it going? Just, this is, hey, Christian. This is, this is the first time we've met, just so people know. Exactly. What, um, what type of bad situation are you in to have to do stuff with Johnny? I know, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a privilege. It's yeah. a privilege. <laughs> no, Johnny's a... I've known him since he was, what, 14 or 15? And, yeah. And uh, um, he's a good kid. Uh, he's got a good heart, so it was easy to um, help him out. Yeah, for sure. Great guy. Yeah, I was letting him know that you were my mentor through through uh, through high school. I, I say you transcended the coach, coach to play relationship just because, you know, it was a little bit... I think a little more deeper than that. I learned a lot and yeah. uh, definitely impacted me greatly, I would say, during those crucial teenage years. You guys were lucky to have me. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Well, just give you a little background on Christian. I'll let him uh, fill you in a little bit about himself, just so you know who my uh, co-host is. Oh, here. yeah. Um, yeah. So, let's see. I guess I'm from Utah, so um, – Lived there, and then graduated high school, went into the military, did that for four years, then went to school with him, so played ball with him. That's how we met up. Nice. Um, we were roommates for both, well, both years I was there. Two years, yeah. Two years, yeah. And then uh, after that, I went back to Utah, worked for a little bit, and then moved out to here, moved out to Nashville, so here we are. Nice. Yeah, if, you didn't, if you didn't know, we're in Nashville. Right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's good to know. Nashville, huh? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. Nice. Music, music City. And I was about to say, so how many guitars do you own then? Um, right here with me, I have two here, and then back home, I have two or three. Yeah. I left no, I, I uh, you know, Johnny uh, left out that I have a little bit of a music background, too, <laughs> do myself. You? Yeah, okay. you know, you know it, if you guys are, base, you, you, I didn't know you were a baseball player, but you know, baseball players, we... Uh, we spend a lot of time with each other, and sometimes it's just good to goof around, and there's nothing better to do it with than with music sometimes. Heck so, yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. when you can provide the beat or a rhythm with a guitar, fun times are going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, me, yeah. Me, oh. And Johnny, me and Johnny get down on the guitar. Yeah, we'll, we'll be out here jamming. We'll throw on some drum tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Oscar knows how, how I do. You know, I get on the guitar. Uh, <laughs> we used to get down on some freestyles. We used to throw really? on some beats, and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. My my chops were a little sharper back then. I uh, I'll be honest. I mean, you guys, I can see you know you got the beer going in, you got the stash going in. You know, I've lost a little bit of my edge. Look, I'm clean shaven. You know, and, uh, but you know what? It's the environment that brings it out of you sometimes, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. So, yeah. So, baseball guy. He, he's You're into sports, right? That You'd say that's one of your fortes. Well, it's something that I did for a long time, and I got a lot of different um, instructions, um, instructionals from different people. So, um, you know, the main thing, you know, that I always found with people that were t- telling me stuff when they were older is, if I only knew, you know, if I only knew this in high school, I could have done this, or if I only knew this, I could have done that. So that's that's the approach I took is, look, I'm going to tell you the stuff that the colleges want you to say and act and how to, you know, um, get more playing time, how to approach it, you know, because there's different styles, you know, baseball is played differently all over the world. And um, when you're in high school, it's very fun to play baseball. But if you're trying to get to the next level, there's certain things you need to do. Right. Right, right. So, so uh, give us a little run through of your career. You went Oxnard High School, right? That's where you played. That's where I graduated. I grew up in Pasadena. You know, um, I went to uh, John Muir High School. Uh, that's where Jackie Robinson played. Um, so it was a it was a, a city school where there's just their emphasis is just speed, get on the bases, and we're just gonna put pressure on you. And then I go, I move out to Oxnard, um, and it's a different type of baseball game. It's it's pitching, pitching, pitching. Mm-hmm. You know, timely hitting, um, and uh, because it's cold, no one wants to run when it's cold. You know, and yeah. uh, so it's it's more of a, a of a defense and pitching game, which was great. And so I went to Oxnard High School and was fortunate to play with three guys that three or four guys that got you know drafted. You know, so while I was there, there was a lot of talent, and um, you know. So I kept in touch with those guys, and they're telling me their, you know, um, information from minor leagues, pros, and um, and and yeah, it's just a building. Just keep building on on what you know about uh, sports. And then I went to Oxnard College. I bro- well, the re- I, I'm going to give my yeah, opinion get, get on get in this, there with okay? the with the broken okay. thumb. I know. I broke my thumb my senior year. You know, right before we got into league. You know, it was totally my fault. It was like I was playing second base and. There was a ball up the middle that I didn't have to dive, but I ended up diving. So that means I, you know, second guess myself and looked probably clumsy and broke my thumb the way I dove for it. So, yeah, that cost me the senior season, you know. Um, and then, uh, you know, I was still, I mean, I'm a little chubby right now, but I was a little kid <laughs> no, in high school, I've you know. I've seen I've seen the pictures in the hallways. Yeah, it took me a while to... He was that 180. He was that nice slim. You know, no, I was at 170. I was trying to get to 180. You know, that was junior college, but it took me a while to get my strength back. So, you know, the year after I broke my thumb, I was at Oxnard College, and and that was just regaining strength. And um, Oxnard College has a a great history and reputation of of getting major league players, you know, they, it's a, has a rich history of, of baseball there. And, um, they were good and they helped me out a lot. And then, you know, I moved from Oxnard to Camarillo and for, you know, wanted to get, get another opinion about baseball. Cause I wasn't really, you know, you know, I, I told, I tell you guys this and I've a long time, you know, bands break up. 
you know, yeah. teams break up, you know, so if you have a chance to play with another group, you should do that sometimes, you know, because right. they just break up. And uh, so I went to another school, I went to Moorpark College, and that was a really good school, learned a lot of stuff there. Learned a lot about field maintenance there. I consider myself an A plus gardener, you know, yeah. A plus gardener because of the field maintenance stuff I learned there. And um, I had a, a, a teammate who was at Oxnard College and um, and at Moore Park who used to play for UCLA football. And he changed my approach towards pretty much everything about putting work in to get a result and he got me faster when I wasn't fast and he got me stronger when I wasn't that strong and um yeah that's where all that speed training stuff came from where you're you're showing me those hops on the benches we do you know the hill sprints I remember we do a lot of those yeah you know I I mean because I'm not anything special you know just drive and listening to uh his name was Darrell Price um, you know, the speed drills that he did for us, I did exactly with you guys. And, and, um, yeah, you can work on getting faster. You can work on anything. So I remember the parachute, remember the parachute and the bungee. Oh remember yeah. That was the bungee, the bungee you brought out. The bungee, the accelerator bungee, which got you guys eating dirt, eating, eating grass a couple <laughs> times. Cause you guys weren't ready. You, you guys didn't know. You guys thought, what is this guy, this little past his prime guy doing trying thinking he's gonna pull us and i was like it's not me pulling you it's the bungee, it's the bungee and yeah. some of them weren't ready and they uh <laughs> they, they, yep, <laughs> they ate it they ate it but yeah so it was just it, it was just um passing on information you know and um the more information you have um the more you can pick from it you don't have to pick everything you know that someone tells you but if you listen to them and pull little things from it that's that's growth right yeah. and implement what works for you yeah and implement exactly what works for so, you so was that your plan initially going into that like into coaching uh, channel islands was you know i'm just going to try to shed this knowledge so they don't have that oh if i only knew in high school if i only knew a little bit earlier was that was that the plan no no that wasn't the plan going into it uh matthew matthew merrick who Maris. was uh, you know, pretty much the head coach asked me to come in because he wanted me to work with infielders. And, you know, when you go into something like that, I think you can't go in there thinking we're going to do this, 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 and this. You have to look and see what you have and see what do I need to, where can I help? You know, because when I got to uh, Channel Islands, I saw you guys, you guys had strong arms for the most part. Um, but none of you really used your lower body in anything. Hitting, throwing, fielding. It was more like just throwing your weight around, you know, instead of using your lower half. So that's that was my main focus once I saw you guys. All right, we're going to have to work from the ground up. And it's going to feel dumb for a while, but we're going to strengthen up your lower, your lower half. Okay, and so you're more focused on getting these individual, uh, like, the individual attributes up like where you saw it was lacking. Yeah, you know, you have to, it has to, that's the only way, because if you focus mostly on the team, and I know this is a, a common thing now that, you know, people are more focused on individual athletes and their individual performance, and yeah, that's where sports are going, but, you know, if you just focus on this is what the team needs to do to win, 
well, then not everyone's going to necessarily understand their role and understand what they need to do to get better. But if I can break it down individually saying, all right, look, you missed 10 out of 20 balls. You know, we need to do something. Or you're missing, you know, this play or this play. So we're going to do some drills to, to focus on those weak areas of your game. And then once your skill level comes up, then we'll we'll worry about uh, team stuff because honestly, and as you guys know, in high school, baseball isn't a full-time job. In college, baseball is a full-time job. Full-time job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, so if you're not doing a full-time job, I can't really expect you to do all this great team stuff. You know, in high school, that's why some stars, some teams just dominate with one or two players because one guy can maybe dominate a lineup in high school. You know, yeah, that's hard in a to... seven inning game. You know, you get a good pitcher on the mound, a couple of good batters, and you're winning almost every game. Pretty much. You, exactly. So we had to get individually everyone to just play better. And, and, and then we'll, we'll try and work on some, some team stuff. There were some things that we focused on as far as team stuff to um, get out of innings. So that's why we, I thought uh, working on those double cuts were really important. We threw some remember, people out, didn't we? Oh, yeah. I, I remember uh, mastering the one hop from, uh, from short left. Well, you know, I just always would get pissed off. One hot, baby. I would always. I was money at. Well, that's because. Mastering that crap. Yeah, I I made you guys throw that one hop because I was getting tired of you guys with your great arms missing the target by five feet and the guys sliding (laughs) in two seconds later. You know, it was a bullet of a throw, but we had to leave the bag, and now the guy just slides in when he should be out by two steps. So take a little off and make an accurate throw. You know, I I do remember one team building thing that we had going on at CI, and uh, this was all because of OP right here. I take him out in the outfield as the captain. I'd be over there. It'd be pretty game. I take him. I get everybody close in a circle, and I give him a, can I get up, bitch, one time? (laughs) (laughs) Had this little chat going on. Yeah, can I get up, bitch, one time, bitch? It was like, uh, what was it? What's the word? CI. What's the word? CI. What's the word? Pride. Always in control, always in control, always got the pride. Huh. We chant that real quick right before the game, then give them a little break, give them a little Raider break. That's funny. That's right. That's right. Oh, they loved it. They ate that up. It was so funny. It was awesome. Yeah, I learned that from Darrell. That was from, <laughs> that was from Darrell at Oxnard College. That's what I was saying. We had a, a those, those junior college teams that I was on, you know, were, well, I mean, junior college out here in Southern California is like D2 or D3, mm-hmm. you know, in the rest of the states. It's. You know, yeah. the competition's up here. Um, you know, Orange County is right around the corner. They have pros coming out of those junior colleges every year. I would um, even argue that there there are uh, junior college teams that could hang at the Division One level. You yeah. Know, especially no, with the smaller D1s, definitely. Especially Texas, Florida, California. Those, yeah, definitely. Because they just have that, that's there's so much talent. Yeah. That's one thing that I realized being in, in a, at a Division Three college is, like, there's just talent everywhere. Like, there, yeah. there are guys who get little to no playing time at D1 who are studs. Yeah. And they're like, well, I can just dominate D3 or I can sit the bench D1. And, yeah. You know, so they just go to play D3 D three instead. We played against quite a few people like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then, Absolutely. So, you know, it's, um, you know, when you, when you have that kind of uh, talent pool around, you know, you're just trying to get better every day. And that's, that's, what, that's what we try to do with you guys. Yeah, and you're right on that full-time job thing. Uh, man, being playing at the college level is a lot different. 
You know, it's it was like 6 a.m. weights. Yeah. And you got classes. In between classes, you're you're hitting with coach mm-hmm. in the cages. And then uh, after your your morning classes are done, you go practice from 2 to whatever. And then you yeah. got the, you know, hit, hit the books, maybe get a little. We, we would get an, another uh, lifting session. Well, in we would night. go. We would be up at 5 and wouldn't mm-hmm. go to bed till most nights like 2, 2.30. Yeah. yeah, so we're, we're just just hitting the grind. It is a, definitely a full time job and full time student. You're you have little to no time to yeah. really. You, you have to manage the time. You have to. If you do. Yeah. It it's a good uh, a good lesson to learn. Definitely, I I feel. Doing so translates into like life skills for sure. Yeah. So when I was with you guys in high school, I was like. You guys got to step up your game. You guys are used to literally dominating people just based on how many errors the other team made. And that's not <laughs> yeah. baseball. You know, that's, 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 you're just getting lucky. So yeah, we raised the bar, you know, and, and, um, that was, that was just the approach. And, and when I talked to Matthew, it was, it was like, we need three years till we can even sniff beating someone in the playoffs, you know? So, um, and that's what it took. You guys were ready in that third year. You know, it mm-hmm. came up yeah, a little bit a, sharp with some injuries. Good. What's yeah, that? Quite a few good players. Uh, oh yeah, no, you guys had some. You guys had some talent. You had some some natural speed and natural hitting ability. You know, Oxnard has a great pool of uh, of baseball talent. Definitely, definitely. So, with that CI team, were you like proud of what you accomplished there? Like, what what kind of thing you you left behind for those players? It took me a while to get there. At first, I was pissed off that we didn't make the playoffs. (laughs) You know, at first, I was like, I can't believe it. You know, all this work, and we didn't make the playoffs. I know there was injuries, and there was some some um, some issues and stuff like that that um, that didn't allow the team to get to that team. You know, to to do stuff for each other. You know, there was still a lot of um, of uh, there's a lot of internal uh, yeah yeah. Yeah, and it's it's okay it's because you know you're just kids. There's a lot of things you're going through at that time. Is really high school baseball the most important thing for everyone on that team? No, yeah, you know. Okay. After a while, it's an easy no. For some of the maybe you know three or four or five of you guys, yes, but um, because it got you to another level, it got you to junior college ball or or semi pro ball or pro ball, um, but. Um, yeah, so it's it's okay, you know. I like I was I was young then. I'm older now, you know. I wear a hat a lot because there's a lot of gray hairs on my side. So uh, that's from so, doing taxes, though. That's from all, all these crunch times when it yeah. comes April, you know. You that's really, part of it. That's a good office. reason. Yeah. Yeah, but but would you say that you you are proud of what you did, or like you don't you don't have like a regret of doing it, do you? Are you looking for like a personal like? I just like see how you feel about it, cause I just <laughs> I, I personally want to know like, oh, how do you feel about like the team and like helping out? Cause I I don't know how old were you when you helped us out? Ooh, I was uh, I think the first year was two thousand and ten. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I was uh, twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. 28, 29. Yeah. So I was, was I was like, still in my twenties. You know, I still. 
you know, felt like I could beat any of you guys one-on-one -on, -one on anything, you know, and, <laughs> right? There was those basketball games that you guys always had to foul me on to, to beat me. <laughs> oh, what Isaiah, give me the, Isaiah yeah. gave me the Charlie horse. <laughs> you know what, Isaiah, I will say, Isaiah did have a pretty good basketball game. But, yeah, when he was getting beat, he would put a knee in your shin or on your thigh. And I was like, this, well, that's the only way you can win. But, uh, no, yeah, I was young. But, uh, but how'd you, how'd you, you feel about it? Did you feel like you gained experience from it? Like you, you came off of that learning something a little new? I thought I did, you know, but then the next generation after you guys are like totally different. So where I was like, oh yeah, I can talk to the youth. I can, you know, get results and, and um, impact people, you know, in a positive way and motivate. But then the next generation came and I was like, I don't think I could do this. You know, it's yeah, too much. Communication uh, style is different. Well, the way that I looked at it, because I continued coaching after CI and I was I was coaching younger kids, um, they just weren't all in. You know, it, they they have so many options, and I saw that it was really hard to to try and get them to uh, focus just a little bit more on baseball. And um, you know, and that's not a bad thing. It's just they're just a different generation. You know. Right. And, I think just uh, in general, like it ha it's a it's a tough job to try and get a group of people to jump on any sort of boat. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone has an opinion and then every, you know, this is just not in baseball, but in anything, you know, in business or, or at work, you know, everyone's going to have an opinion of how to do something better. And, exactly. and I was going to say that at that age, younger, you know, I mean, in high school, you have the parents, right? Like, yeah. but younger than that, you definitely have the parents, you know, there, that's also something you have to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and I even tried to, to stay away from it because I was like, I'm not coaching the smaller field, like the 60-foot field, the Little League stuff, I'm not doing that because that's a totally different game. I'll do the juniors and the seniors on a, on a big field. But yeah, you know, you still have some parents bringing them, you know, food in the dugout during the game, and I'm just like, my, my, my jaw drops because I was raised in the old school one where it's like whatever your coach said was right. Right. You know, so. Mm -hmm. so it, it was it was weird so but you know what they're they're not lacking any talent some of these young kids are you know really really good you know really really live with their arms and have a lot of power and um you know I'm, they're they're good they're just different what, what i see this uh future generation is like heading towards is more emphasis on uh like weight room stuff strength building having yeah. like you know uh, I, that was the difference maker in college baseball, in, yeah. in my opinion, was everyone's bigger, everyone's faster, everyone's stronger. And that's the next level. And yeah. as you as you get up the ladder, that just becomes more and more prevalent. You have these huge linebackers hit, hitting the baseballs. You know, you got these big dudes hucking the ball. And yeah. that's the difference maker is that, that weight room and strength stuff. So I think that that's going to be the future of, of baseball, I think. Well, of all sports, you know, you get these individual trainers and they're all going to have their, you know, 10-minute um, activities that they want you to do. So, you know, when you when you put it that way and, and you know that everyone is getting uh, some tutelage, um, yeah, you know, I was, I was happy with what I did with you guys. You guys were cool kids. You guys weren't, you know, because afterwards, I'm telling you, some of these kids, you know, they're kids, but they're assholes. I'm sorry, I'll say it on my, <laughs> on my thing. They're, they're, fucking, oh, uh, they're fucking asshole kids, you know. They, <laughs> a lot of them talk back to their parents. There was a couple of times that this kid struck out, 
And the, the parent was like, it's okay. And he goes, shut up, mom. And I pulled him out of the game. <laughs> yeah. I pulled him out of the game. I was like, you go, you go apologize to her right now or you're not going to get another bat this season. And he's all cried. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> was, That's awesome. <laughs> he, was a, he was a brat, you know. But yeah, they, yeah. they grow up. Discipline. Discipline yeah. is, you know, is becoming less. I, it's like uh, demonized to discipline your kids now. Like, you know, like. You gotta, gotta give them a couple smacks in the mouth sometimes. Well, like, even like even at our school, like there we would have freshmen come in that were just entitled, just so yeah. entitled, like like not needing, not, thinking they not need, don't need to show up to weights. Like, no. dude, you need to be here, or we don't want you. Yeah. Like, well, it's 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 and it's also it's we don't want you because we don't trust you. You we know now that you know when you go through a number of situations, whether it's and this is, has nothing to do with sometimes being on the baseball field. You know baseball players that get into trouble. And uh, mm. off the field, you got to trust that other person, you know. Yeah. Even if you don't get along, there has to be that trust. And people that come in, you know, um, you know, at the moment entitled, one, think they're better than everyone there, and that's going to be tough, you know. Yeah. Or they're just, uh, they're just trying to figure things out and not trying to look, you know, uncool. But they yeah. don't come around. You know. Yeah, we had a couple of those with you guys. You guys didn't want to do all the workouts; thought they were kind of stupid. Remember? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we did have some like strength training, right? Yeah. And I, I'm glad we did it with Charles. You know, yeah. all that stuff. Like I did learn a lot through that, and it did help me out when I got to college. But in college, it was way more. Oh yeah. Program programized. Programized. Yeah. Programized. Sure. Is that yeah. a good word? Is that a word? But yeah, it was way more structured. Yeah. Way yeah. more structured, and it it was real. It was like a real strength and conditioning. Yeah. It was it was four four or five times a week. We're getting max reps, right? Yeah. And then each uh, workout is dependent on our percentage of our one rep max. And yeah. The structure, speed training was there. Yeah, we it, had it, good trainers. Yeah, we had really great trainers. Dakota Dakota Windsor. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, definitely. Uh, knew knew what he was doing in the weight room and the definitely. nutrition as well. Like I learned a lot mm-hmm. about about that definitely. And, and now I can't I can't I can say comfortably that I can never stop working out. Like yeah, it's just now it's it's, it's became like more of a lifestyle for sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how old missing, are you? Dude, how old are you, Johnny? I am twenty five. Twenty five. All right. Cool. And how old are you, Chris? Chris. Uh, it's Christian. Sorry, but uh, I'm twenty six. 26. All right. Yeah, you guys are still in your 20s. You guys you guys are still going to work out. It's harder in your 30s. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's easy when you're single, you know? He, he's been letting himself well, even, go a little bit. He's got himself a girlfriend. It's harder, too, when, like, even just having a job, it's harder. Yeah. You got to be structured. You got to get your channel, your David Goggins. You got to get yeah, that inner Goggins. You know David Goggins? No, who's that? Oh, man, you should look him up. He's okay. just... Uh, he's like he's a former Navy SEAL. He's gone through like Ranger School. He's like an <laughs> ultra marathon runner, right? Mm-hmm. So he's running hundred mile races, like okay. regularly. So and his thing is just like being real disciplined, and just getting after it every day, no days off, and just like putting your max effort towards pretty much anything. And he his thing is that he was like a nobody, and one day. He just flipped the switch, and now he's doing the most. And he's saying, "If I can do that, there's like, you just you just have to train your mind and harden your mind, 
so like anyone is capable of doing these things like it, i'm not some superhuman yeah so, yeah it's, it's really inspiring yeah. very cool yeah. very cool yeah. Right. But yeah, I'm proud of you guys. If that if that's what you want to hear, I'm proud of you, Johnny. Is that is it gonna no, I just I really better? wanted to know because no. <laughs> no, 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 struck no, no. his ego no, a little bit. Just, I've been thinking about getting into that myself, you know, because because I I look back and I'm like, dude, I did learn a lot from those years, right? Mm -hmm. And it helped me later on learning those things and like, and you know, we spend a lot of time off the field too. We go to Henry's. I remember, That's you know, right. we, we go to Henry's before yeah. it burnt down. It's back though. I haven't, I haven't been back I since. I, I have. <laughs> 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 remember, uh, remember the waitress you were trying to uh, hook me up with, or she went to like, school, and uh, I forgot her name. I didn't try anything. I just listened, and based on what <laughs> you told me, it was like, talk to her if you want to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know. Uh, Op show me. I would say Op showed me the ropes because, like, yeah. from sitting down, he's like, "Yeah, if you're gonna have a server, ask for their name. Like, uh, you know, make it a little more personable. It's like if you're gonna be a regular somewhere, you gotta, you know, approach it this way. Talk to people this in this manner. Like, yeah, you know, like a lot of things that, that I would say show me the ropes, right? Yeah, and that, like, it helped me out a lot. So uh, when I look back, I'm like, dude, that was so cool. I feel like my purpose is to do that for other people pass it on pretty much passing the baton so i want to get you know a little more on like what you're you're thinking and like now that it's like kind of more mm. in the future like how do, how do you feel about it was it was it rewarding like you know yeah yeah it's rewarding you know i mean um i mean you guys uh still keep in touch with me that's um that's all that's enough right there you know if, if someone wants your time you know i'm i'm 38 now and you know i'm not going through a midlife crisis or anything but i do know that time is the most important uh thing there is you know everything else can be gained and lost but time it's the only thing that is really sacred that you can't get back sometimes or at all, <laughs> you know, you can't at get all. it back. <laughs> you know, you don't want it to sound so harsh, but that's really what it is. It's truth. Reality, yeah. yeah, so the fact that you guys, after not having to listen to me and do what I was asking you to do as a coach, still called me and asked me for stuff, that's that's the most rewarding thing there that there was. You know, that's the most satisfying thing there is. You know, what you guys do... I have no control over, but if you think about me and and um, and and want to take some of your time to go over something, what's up? What do you want? I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Hey, because that's what I gave you, right? That's what I gave right. you. I gave you my time. You know, I wasn't getting paid. Um, I just enjoyed, yeah. you know, that project, and that's what it was. It was a project. Let's see if we can get these kids um, a little bit better. Yeah. Because everyone yeah, gave obvious, up on you obviously, guys. yeah, and it obviously left an impact. Like, yeah, no, it definitely left an impact. And I mean, maybe like it—it it sounds like that wasn't the initial like goal, but that's what the result was. And like, yeah, you know, yeah, I feel like I feel like you should be proud of just uh, what you did, just with how I came out. Because like, I could have, <laughs> you know, CI, you know, South Docs aren't like it, it could have been very bad very quick. You know, I could have gotten, you know, involved with the wrong people or something. You know, you never know. Well, you, 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 um, you, you, for, you, you must have a short memory because I remember uh, myself saying to a couple of my friends, fuck this kid. Do you know what he just did? <laughs> he fucking 
went to the beach before a game and rolled his ankle before playing <laughs> some team that we haven't beaten forever, you know? And I remember telling a friend, fuck this kid. Do you know what he just did? He just almost wrapped himself around a telephone pole off a motorcycle, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a waste of time I just, you know, put in. Where this guy's just, you know, teetering with life events. <laughs> Damn, I still, I still say that to Johnny. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Yeah. But you know what? It's like Dumb and Dumber. You totally redeemed yourself. You know, you came back strong. You started playing ball again. and yeah. um, Coming off some broken legs, too. You yeah, know? yeah. You could hardly yeah, walk for a little bit. You're, what's that? That's like a movie. It's like a, like someone gets hurt oh, yeah. and then they they have to sl- slowly come back. You're you're <laughs> yeah, writing a book. Moment, yeah. Are you writing a book? Oh, I'm gonna write a book. Yeah, okay. for sure. It, yeah. It's part of my book. I call I call it, I call it part of my book. You know, I went from uh, ha- having options. You know, being pretty pretty good at baseball. Like I'd say, I could I could have played it. You know, yeah. at, at a college level, out of high school for right. sure. And then I break both my legs, and then. On a, on a walker, come back, and now I'm squatting over 300 pounds, deadlifting 500 pounds, stuff like, 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 come on, like, yeah. off some broken legs. Imagine if I never broke them. You you also did play in the Sunday leagues with old men in oh, between yeah. there. Don't throw that out. You didn't go straight oh, yeah. from broken legs to squatting 300. You you uh, <laughs> you played with old men in between yeah. there. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar brought me out. Um, Oscar brought me out. To the, to the Sunday leagues, the adult mm-hmm. leagues, when I was uh, 16. And uh, OP wouldn't play the whole games. He'd start. And I remember going back to the team like, hey, uh, yeah, OP's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, he, what he's saying, like, it, it works. Because yeah. I remember especially there was a foul ball you were playing third base because, you know, Ponch always putting himself as short. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> and then we had, uh, what's his name, uh, at, at second base? Eric. Eric, yeah, Eric. Eric at second base. And. He's good. He's a stud. Yeah, he's good. So, and uh, you're playing some third base, and I remember there was a foul ball. It was like a like a high chopper foul ball. Still foul ball. You knew it off the bat, but you came in on it and gave it a backhand and took the short hop on it. And the way yeah. you snatched it, I was like, ooh. Automatic, no that's doubt. Clean. Ooh. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that that's clean. Uh, and from that moment, that was the moment where I was like, all right, what he says is gospel. Like that. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna follow it. Like. And yeah. Then I, I think you'd uh. Using the Brett bats, or what were they? <laughs> yeah, they were the Brett bats. The, the, bomb, bats. the, the bamboo bats. The bamboo mm. bats smoking gap to gap over <laughs> here, smoking balls gap to yeah. gap. And I was just like, all right, he can play. And he's not just, you know, talking out his ass. Yeah. And so I remember I remember doing that at 16, and then I ended up playing with him for, for years after that. The Hawks, yeah. the Hawks were, the Hawks were fun. Yeah, we, we kicked ass, didn't forward. we? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Fun. Opie would take himself out of the games. He'd be like, "All right, you're, you take this net. Uh, let me get this at bat, and then you're in." Yeah. Type thing. So, so I learned a lot watching those guys. Yeah. Those, those were guys who were playing because they loved to play the game. They're, right. Yeah. And it was more of like a, we're, we're trying to win, but we're not taking it, like we're not. It's not ultra ultra competitive. Like well, they were being competitive. We were ultra competitive. We're, yeah. Yeah. They weren't forcing issues. They were just like, "All right, we're down this. We got you know we got we know what we got to do." This is how we're gonna to scrape together these runs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making switches like, all right, we need 
we need these matchups right here. Like, it was competitive. Yeah, well, yeah. We are trying to win. And- yeah, we were all done with our college days. So we just, when you go to a Sunday league after playing, you know, college, uh, junior college baseball, it's a step down. So the game was very slow for us, even though for kids out of high school, it was, you know, it, it was still a good pace. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we were just trying to show kids is like, it, the game, slow down. It's, it, you know, slow down. I know kids are fast and people throw hard, but you still have to approach it pitch by pitch and just slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good experience, yeah. the Hawks. Hey, remember we went to Vegas and I made out with that Persian chick? At a... <laughs> that is not how it went down. That's not how it went down. So, yeah, we did take you to Vegas, and I introduced you to them. You know? I was like, come here, come here, come here. You know, and then, yeah, you took it from there. And that was a great job. But, yeah, yeah he, he, I broke the ice for the you. Ladies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He was just like, this is how you got to operate. You want to uh, lead the way, you know, show them the dance moves. Being a good wingman. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely a good wingman for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know what? Um, I remember talking to um, that lady later on. And she was very impressed with your moves. Very impressed with your moves. And I was like, I know. He's only 21. I've been teaching him for like four years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know? I remember that, that weekend. Uh, Bonch. Bonch over here uh, fucking shit himself on the, on the, at the, in the parking structure because he drank too many IPAs. No, oh, that's that not true. so funny. Is that that's not true? That's not true. No, I, He not said true. that shit. He said that. Well, it might be, it might be, it might be true about the IPAs, but you know, it's Vegas, you know, cocaine is a hell of a drug, you know, so. Oh, Rick James. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's, uh, that was, those were good times. We definitely, um, broke you in into Vegas, you know, and, um, you played in that baseball tournament, right? Oh my gosh, super. What, did I play in that baseball tournament? No, you didn't. You chilled out. Because I'm smart. Because you're smart, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that. You were just like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm just here to have the good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you guys wake business. up at – you guys go ahead and wake up at 6 in the morning after coming in at 4 in the morning <laughs> to go play a baseball game. I'm yeah. going to lay down and then go to the pool and probably <laughs> make some bets, you know. Yeah. And then you guys are going to come in all sweaty and tired and, yeah. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we so, did some cool stuff. So, all right, if we can shift a little bit of focus to, towards your, your business here, how is that? How how is how's business been? Yeah, it's it's um, interesting. You know, um, businesses are you know always facing different challenges and different things, and my business is no different, even in the tax industry. You know, I uh, inherited a book of business. My father was a tax preparer um, on the side. He was a a principal of a school and school administrator and on the side he did taxes so um you know i i when i graduated from college that was you know 2008 so there you know weren't that many jobs out so i learned the family business and got pretty good at it and um you know everyone needs their taxes done and if i can tell you you know, I'll do it for 20 bucks and a, you know, nickel bag, then, you know, we'll get that done. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was my 20s. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but, you know, it was, 
I learned it and I got good at it and and I was um, like how you said I was sincere and passing on knowledge and pa passing on what I learned. Uh, so we have a niche market. You know, we do a lot of uh, union workers, like teachers, police officers, uh, construction workers, um, nurses, doctors. So we have a, a niche market of, of union workers, and then we have a lot of uh, self-employed people. So when it comes to those two areas, we I know what I'm doing, you know, and um, okay. and uh, yeah. So that's that's happened, and you know, I, I inherited a book where it had my father another gentleman who had like 30 years of experience and me. Well, my father passed away in 2011 and then the older gentleman retired uh, six years ago. So for the last six years, I've been running this practice, um, you know, as the main person. And um, yeah, it's, it's we've, I've, we've done well. And I've had some people help me. I've had, you know, my family come in and help me. I've had my fiance come in and help me i've had whoa, whoa, hired fiance. people whoa that's new fiance how, how when was that when, when did that happen um that happened uh it's been about a year a little over a year yeah what? yeah okay. so yeah i mean the last time we spoke was probably like three three or four years ago so yeah yeah no so I remember that's when that was in the is it, is it the same girl you were uh yeah uh, yeah same yeah girl? okay yeah. okay yeah, I remember that. I remember when that was all in the works. Was, yeah, that was just starting off. Yeah, that when we went to Vegas, that was you know, um, that was that was the the end of my singleship, <laughs> being single. <laughs> you know, so you were lucky again to uh, <laughs> right to place be right able yeah. exactly because if it was a couple of months later, I would have been uh, not willing to share any information with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was there while it was happening. I remember it was it was it was cool to see that unfold. And when you finally started getting like serious with her, I was like, oh, okay, that's right. Give him props. So I was like, yeah, no, it's it's something I am proud of. I can say that. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> and that's where I learned the game from. Because when you're you were you were in the 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 middle of running the game, you know, like running the running the the trying to get her type thing, you know. I was like, okay, this this is how you swing this, and yeah. And, uh, well, you, like I said, you just put your best foot forward, you know, and um, that's all you can do. You know, you just do your best. Be yeah. be yourself and put your best foot forward, and you know, if they like you, they like you. If they don't, then there's plenty of others out there. For yeah, sure. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and it's okay. And uh, <laughs> all right, so so with your business here, do you see majority of like your clients as re returning clients? Or yeah. You... So fortunately, I don't really have to do any advertising advertising because um, because my clients are um, are returning and then they refer people mm -hmm. to me. So, you know, I do do a talk radio show on Sunday evenings. Um, I was doing that for a while, but then, you know, the host is kind of starting to retire himself so that's kind of dwindling down but that was more of like an informative uh talk show it wasn't really to advertising get a bunch of people in like uh, like normal advertising so right, that was, um, but that but that talk show was just you giving like advice right yeah just answering questions and giving advice i wasn't trying to get people into my office i was just trying to answer their questions because that's what the 
the the theme of that show was just to answer questions and if you need you know there's only so much you can talk over the radio so if you need more in depth then you can come see me if you really want to you know but yeah it was just more of an information thing so you're you really don't need to do any client building and uh so the brand was kind of already established when you came in the brand, the brand was established. Absolutely. The only thing I had to do was not fuck it up, you know, and not, <laughs> <laughs> you know, not ruin it, you know, not piss people off, not come in acting like my shit don't stink. You know, the first thing I did was look, I know my dad passed away and this guy's retiring. Obviously I'm not worth their prices. I'm going to cut the prices, you know, mm. stay with me, trust me, you know? And so that was a business decision I made to, I, I made and it worked out you know enough people stayed I didn't keep everyone but enough people stayed and and now we're doing more than than what we did um, you know 10 years ago which is which I'm proud of and that's awesome yeah and then we'll just see how it goes you know I, um, I'm getting to the point you know with in my industry how things are getting really a lot more technical and a lot more um, you know the IRS is just a, a smarter entity now you know with technology so um, you know, I'm, I'm almost at that limit of that's as many as I can take, you know, mm -hmm. and now I'm training new people to, uh, to do what I do and, and get, um, and, and get it going that way. Do, do you see technology kind of taking over or like, uh, stealing clients from you? Is that Absolutely. It's something that I've been thinking about the last five years is, and something my dad told me a long time ago that technology is so there, the information for the most part is all there where you don't really maybe don't need a tax repair for some people you know the, the the return is that simple now where technology can do it for you at a cheaper price you know so i do see the writing on the wall but i also know that it, it's not like that for everyone so i will still always have my niches you know especially mm -hmm. self-employed people and 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 that's something that's not going away everyone wants to start their own company Everyone wants to start their own um, business, and and I have a lot to offer when that when that comes up. So and there are a lot of people who probably r would rather go in and be with someone they trust, right? right? Rather than you know, the, there's there's definitely a security issue when it comes to like using technologies, and they there's some people who are just more old fashioned, like I you know I don't want to risk it. I'd rather just you know be face to face. I know this guy. Let me let me get my and give him my business because I just, I just trust it. Yeah. And that's how I prefer it. You know, that's the best way is let's sit down let's talk about it. What's really going on. Um, you know, technology, um, is makes it less impersonal and, and very easy, but you can also miss things. You know, I have people that just email me and text me their stuff and we try and do some inner, we do some interviews over the phone or, and text message, but it's just not the same than in person. So, that's something that technology is uh, is battling with in not just my industry but other industries mm -hmm. around. I mean, I mean, look at baseball. Look at this this technology. How they're doing tracking everyone's swing and 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 mm -hmm. throwing and stuff. It's it's game changing. So is that going to happen in my industry? Yeah. So you just have to one, in my opinion, um, just be fair with people. Let them know what their options are and. If you're charging them a fair price, you know, um, people know that, you know, if you're, uh, if, if you're charging a premium 
and technology technology comes around, that's when they're saying, you know what, I'm going to try this because you're charging a lot and, you know, sometimes it's worth it. You know, don't get me wrong. I know that there's, you know, high price uh, tax uh, consultants and, and um, more power to them. You know, but I think those are the industry, those are the practices that are at real risk of technology because they don't do that many returns. They do a few hundred returns, but they charge a lot. So if they lose a percentage, that hits them harder than someone like me who has an average price and does a little bit more volume. So, you know, if 10% falls off, that doesn't hurt that much. Mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't think you want to get embed with technology and like kind of integrate into that side of the business what palmersincometax.com yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got a website <laughs> yeah well, why don't you do some like yeah. you know because you can definitely get some what pretty much what these technologies are doing you could do and just use your brand as the name right as, as well you know that that's i you can and but then then it becomes a numbers game and you can't even though I charge an average price, it's not free. So um, once you start doing a bunch, then the price has to come down because it's simple. And and then again, you um, the quality is at risk. You know, you're just pushing numbers. And um, you know, I'm not good at that. That someone you know who has training dealing with high numbers and how to work with that. Um, is different than I am. I'm someone that knows each one of my clients, you know, and um, and they appreciate that, and I do too, because um, it, I I rather do business that way. That, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah, I, I just had to wonder, just because you know, if you're if you see the writing on the wall, why not like try to, you know, steer into the steer into the skid. So well, you know, like I said, I got a website. I'm doing appointments now. It used to be like a first come, first serve, no need for appointments. So, you know, there, you, it's baby steps, you know, in anything. You don't, yes, there are some times where you have to draw a line and just go all in, you know. But when you have an established business, um, you have to be really careful with your moves that you don't shock everybody, you know. You just adapt uh, step by step. Yeah, and then your clients don't think that, oh, he's going after somebody totally different, different market. He's not interested in our uh, business anymore. He's going after something totally different. And, and in my situation, that's kind of hard to do because these clients were my father's clients, so they've known me my whole life. So I don't want to be that snobby kid that, you know, right. you know that does that. But, you know, I, I still think there's a medium. You know, we're not at that point where we have to go, everyone's doing their taxes online. You know, just upload all your documents here and I'll get you your return with a nice certificate you can print out, you know, something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, we can do that, but I'd rather not. Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you, what's your method in uh, like client maintenance or that, that trust building? Like, what do you do to, to build the trust and then maintain it? Other than, you know, the prices. Well, yeah, I did the price thing at first. But the, 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 the main thing is you're here for your tax return. Do you know anything about your tax return? And most people will say no. I don't know how this thing works at all. 
let me show you. So my computer screen swivels. And, you know, tax, tax returns are a lot of data entry. So a lot of people think, oh, man, all you do is enter the stuff and the software does all the adding and the calculations, which is true, it does. But can you explain it? Do you know why it's on that form, how it's helping you, how this is hurting you? And that's what I do. It's just like the same with the coaching. You know, I showed you guys a lot of pictures of stuff, you know, of, of good form, of major leaguers, of, of, of collegiate players, you know, and that's what I do with them. Here, here's the form. This is the difference, you know, this is what happened. And once I explain it to them, I think is really when I earn their trust. Um, because there's nowhere else to go, you know, there's, there's, unless we're going to do something illegal, which we're not going to do, but, um, uh, and then they, they ask because, you know, it's, uh, if you don't know, a lot of people, um, try and cheat on their tax returns. That's something that's been, yeah, especially with the days times. People. Yeah. The employed people, you know, they're, they're, they're bound to fudge their numbers a little bit, you know, say that they made less so they get more of a return type thing. Right, so when you're, when you're dealing with that, um, you can't judge them for it. You just have to educate on them. That doesn't make any sense. How do I know that doesn't make any sense? This, 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 and this is not adding up. How did you eat, you know? And um, once you explain it to them. Like these, these are red flags and, you know, you're bound to get caught at this. So you're more, you do a little bit of con consulting. Well, that's where you come in is that like. Being yeah. Consultant yeah. And that's where I think it comes in is you just got to put your time into it because there's a lot of places that are like, come in and get out. We got your numbers. Here it is. See you later. Next. You know, and um, that's not what, what we do. You know, one thing that I learned on that radio show um, with um, it was an immigration talk show. So it talked about immigration stuff. People had a lot of questions about immigration here in Los Angeles. And, you know, there was sometimes there was some callers that took the whole show and it was a three hour show, but they had a huge case. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was be some callers that would call him like, why did you let that person talk the whole time? And the guy said, hey, this is your guys' show. You guys have questions. You know, we got to go through all this and it's your show. So I'm going to give you your time. And that's how I treat it there. You know, some of these people see me once a year. If we need to talk something over for an hour, we're going to do that instead of trying to get you in and out. I don't, mm -hmm. um, I used to work at in and out and that's good for burgers, but not good for taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe we can see you shift into uh, our podcast. Maybe we can have a little Sunday, uh, taxes edition. Talk with OP. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> edition, yeah. You know, we can definitely get you up in here. Cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Oscar, I think we'll let you go now. So uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank no, thank you. Like I said, time is um, is important. And I appreciate it. Uh, awesome job in starting this up. Like I said, uh, yeah, you, you turned out all right. I could tell you have good choice <laughs> in friends there. You guys kind of look like twins a little bit. Uh, <laughs> He's a, a little shadows. darker. It's a shadow. It's a shadow. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So yeah, I can tell that um, that you guys are all right. And congratulations on your on your show, and uh, I hope I um, didn't fuck it up. No, you've been great. <laughs> yeah, I've been great. Thank you again, Oscar. Yeah, thank you. All right, all right cool. Take care.